During Lent this year, Joe and Katie and I are going to be preaching a sermon series on the seven last words of Christ. The series is called Famous Last Words, and so this is traditionally the first word of Christ from the cross, Luke 23. Two others also who were criminals were led away with Jesus to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. And they cast lots for his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, God's chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him written in Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the King of the Jews. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So as I said, this Lent, Joe and Katie and I wanted to preach this sermon of series about the seven last words of Christ from the cross. In seminary, they teach us not to do this kind of thing because the seven last words of Christ is kind of a mashup of all four Gospels, uh, crucifixion narratives. You have to pick the pocket of all four Gospels to get to the seven last words of Jesus. There's a little chart in here in your bulletin. You can see that Luke gives us three words uh, of Christ from the cross. John gives us three, but they're not the same three that Luke gives us. There's no overlap. And Mark and Matthew have one each, and it's different from the six that Luke and John give us. The seven last words of Christ from the cross is really a mashup. It's putting those crucifixion narratives together into one single story. It's kind of like those nativity scenes you see that have both magi and shepherds in them. In seminary, they tell you not to do that either because a magi are from Matthew's nativity narrative and the shepherds are from Luke. And Matthew and Luke are trying to tell different stories and you should tell those stories discreetly. Still, these seven last words of Christ are some of the most sacred and beloved in all of Scripture. And Jody, Joe and Katie and I think that this is a good Lenten sermon series. The church has assigned the seven last words in an order which has not changed for 1,700 years. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing is always the first. So... I spent all day writing a reflection on this first word of Christ from the cross. I even kind of liked it. But it addressed a very different reality from what I'm experiencing as of late this afternoon. I just don't think it would be very helpful after what happened in Florida this afternoon. It was a sermon about the sins we commit when we don't know what we're doing, the sins of omission and indifference and ignorance, not the sin of titanic malice that we saw in Florida this afternoon. I'll preach that original sermon some other day. And so I made this decision at 5 o'clock <laughs> at 60 minutes to think about this. So if it's not as cogent and coherent as usual, please forgive me. 
just want to make two brief reflections on this word from the cross of Christ. First of all, events like what happened today in Florida is the reason Luke tells us that one of the utterances Jesus made with his dying breath was an expression of mercy to the comprehensive brokenness of human nature. Where was Jesus asking the Father to forgive? The cowardice of his fleeing friends? The shameful expediency of Pilate? The self-righteousness of Caiaphas? The betrayal of Judas? The denial of Peter? The indifference of the soldiers? The ridicule of the crowd gathered there for that bloody spectacle? the stunning avarice and rage of Shamari Ligeti and the shocking malice of Nicholas Cruz, the pedestrian errors of the likes of you and me. Things like what happened in Florida this afternoon is why he came to Golgotha in the first place to be wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. So secondly, the thing I want us to notice on Ash Wednesday are the two things that Ash Wednesday is meant to convey, right? There are two things we pause to notice here at the gateway to the Lenten season. One is the comprehensive brokenness of the human spirit, and the other is human mortality. Two sad realities we saw in vivid display this afternoon. Photos of those kids fleeing from that Florida school and reuniting with their parents showed some of them with a smudge of ash on their forehead. They'd clearly just come from church at some point in the day. This afternoon at a news conference announcing that charges are being brought against the murder of Commander Bauer. Another Chicago police commander, Brendan Dinahan, had a very visible ashen smudge on his forehead. Commander Dinahan has red hair. Brendan Dinahan is a very Irish name. I'm going to bet that Commander Dinahan is a very, very Catholic person. It's very moving to see those symbols on those foreheads in both of those instances. After the last mass shooting in America, I forget which one it was that happened so fast and furiously and regularly, I can't even remember which one it was, but after one of the most recent mass shootings, the satiric journal The Onion ran a headline above a photo of panicked crowds fleeing some shooter or other. There was this uh, headline. There's no way to prevent this kind of thing from happening, says the only country in the world where it happens regularly. So I don't know what else to say, except that we'll hear the gospel from Jonathan a moment. Jonathan will give us this beautiful rendition of Joseph Martin's coming home. Jonathan, it made me think of another song with the same title by Sean Puff Daddy Combs. Very different song, but also a very fine one. Puff Daddy says, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the rain wash away all the pain of yesterday. 
I know my kingdom awaits and they've forgiven my mistakes. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home.